0: So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Dead Eye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at deadeyebbq.com. We're back for another episode of Sports and Sports. I'm Emily Cornell. And I'm Emily Jarenka. And as sports are still on pause, um, we are going to talk about some of the topics that folks had sent in to us. So feel free to email or DM us uh, any ideas you have that you want us to talk about in the off-season we did not anticipate. So this week, we are going to do an Ocean's Eleven crew made up of only sports mascots. It includes mascots from college athletics um, and professional sports as well. So we look forward to hearing your feedback. We're going to jump right in. My first pick is the duke blue devil um because if you're going to steal something you know you have to have
1: that like very shady looking mascot involved yes definitely um so one of our listeners asked us to um put together like an Ocean's 11 crew made up of mascots and um We'll explain why we're picking each one, but if we were to have mascots to help in a heist, these are the ones that we would pick. Um, So going along with the devil trend, I guess, um, our second pick is Arizona State Sun Devil uh, mascot, Sparky. it was one of the first things that came to mind just because I remember he has, like, this creepy villain mustache. Um, that's pretty terrifying uh, if you look it up. So um, that is our second of the 11.
0: And then the next pick would be Gritty from the Philadelphia Flyers because you need a distraction. And I feel like Gritty would come through with that. Um, and like, despite all the wild things that Gritty does, there is a method to the madness. So
1: I would think there'd be a plan. Yes, I would agree. Um, if nothing else, he's he can serve as a distraction while they're trying to steal money. <laughs> um, our next pick is Mike the Tiger from LSU. So this is one that I thought of because like tigers are kind of crafty and like cunning, sneaky, um, at least how they're portrayed and. Uh, pop culture, like movies and uh, Tiger King, um, is <laughs> a big thing at the moment. Uh, so, kind of thought of the tie-in there.
0: It's a good pick.
1: They're ski- they're um, just kind I of intimidating, too. You know,
0: it's true. It's very true. And with the others involved, I'm sure they would make good use of Mike the Tiger. Um, my next pick would be. Brutus the Buckeye from the Ohio State University. I think that's how they're getting into wherever the heist so, is happening.
1: So that's an interesting pick. Why did you select Brutus?
0: Because um, I think that's how they're getting in. I think that Brutus, people who are Ohio State fans <laughs> are a little... Uh, folks can't see me, but I'm kind of doing the the snobby nose thing. Um and I think that, like, he would know people having an event where there would be a heist. He would know the snobby people.
1: and um, That's okay. <laughs> that could be your hot take this week <laughs> um, for the Ohio State fan.
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't think that, like, Ohio State, like, it's a state school <laughs> and it's a Big Ten school. So it's not like it's, like, super hoity-toity. It's not a Georgetown. Sure. Um, but the people who went there are very much a community and I think that they, and they donate, obviously they donate a massive amount of money to the athletic program. Mm -hmm. So I think that they have things worth stealing. And so Brutus the Buckeye is like the in to the party, the
1: function, the whatever's happening where the heist is happening. Sure. That makes sense. I, I feel like you explained yourself well. Um, Our next pick is Pistol Pete um, from Emily Cornell's alma mater, Wyoming. Um, You got to have a mascot that has guns, you know, if you're going to do a heist. So that just is like a no brainer. (laughs) I feel like.
0: Yep. And like Pistol Pete could be like confused with it's like the, the person who has the face? It's like ah, oh, your face is just very much like other people. Like it's recognizable. There's lots of pistol. Pe- there are lots of like gunslinging cowboys that he could be confused with. Yeah, totally. Um, the next pick was Orbit for the Houston Astros, mostly for fun. <laughs> uh, I think Orbit would just be it has the energy. You gotta have like some energy. A lot of these. I think Gritty is the only other one on this list that we've named that is like all energy you can't have it like you have to have the the hype person for the team so i think that orbit and gritty would provide that
1: plus he's an alien so i feel like that kind of works in its own way too yeah very true um our next pick is bucky badger out of wisconsin um badgers are known for being like kind of like foxes um very cunning and sneaky. They burrow around and they have crazy wicked claws. You do not want to get in a fight with a badger. Um, So that was another mascot that came to mind is um, who I personally will not as part of an ocean's 11 crew.
0: That's very fair. Uh, I picked Hookem from the university of Texas, a little bias there. Um, that's probably why he got picked. But also, I think there's that that connection that, like, Brutus the Buckeye has also, where so many alumni, there's going to be an event where, like, you have kind of that, like, person that people can be like, oh, yeah, I recognize you. Like, if Matthew McConaughey came somewhere with you, you know that you could just, like, leave him to, like, distract the group of people, like, inside. Mm-hmm. So Hookham serves as, like, the indoor distraction because everyone knows him whereas like any of those like loud mascots are like the outdoor distraction when they're escaping during this heist um so that's why I felt Hook'em would be a good addition to this
1: yeah i i think so too um our 10th pick is the West Virginia Mountaineer and um one it's a live person so um I feel right. like that's you know, something different. But another mascot with a gun, which you need if you're going to do a heist. So You seem very worried about the you know, <laughs> defense here. I don't know, maybe that's just my
0: personality. Like you're just like ready like for a fight. You're like, ah, oh, something <laughs> bad's gonna
1: happen. Make sure we have two guns. Yeah. You gotta you gotta have a couple, I think, in this this type of scenario um you want to take us home with the last pick (laughs) the last pick is but not least not last but not least oh yeah definitely not least i don't think any of
0: these mascots are like lesser than the other they're all really fun mascots but sparty for michigan state um the thought there was like oh sparty has like the not an aggressive spear like the um florida state like the guy that runs out onto the field with on the horse and like mm-hmm. throws it into the field. Like it's a flaming spear. Yeah. That seemed like a little too much. So Sparty seemed to make sense. But now that I think about the two guns, we're we're living in different like time, like eras when it comes to being on the the defense mm-hmm. with the guns and the <laughs> spears.
1: True. Um, so that is our team. Of Ocean's 11 characters if they were all mascots. Um, keep sending in your suggestions of what you want us to talk about. Um, we had fun with that. So um, thanks to the listener who sent that in. And um, we will continue our draft conversation um, by jumping along to the NFL draft that is happening um, very soon. What are your thoughts in general on the NFL draft, Emily?
0: Mostly I don't love the draft. And I was talking to someone where they were like, well, it's like about the players getting drafted. It's like this really big moment for them. And yes, I love that this is a really big moment in their career. And it like it is a very exciting thing for many of them. However, I don't always love the execution of it. It's kind of boring. It's like an award show. Like I don't love awards shows. Mm-hmm. Like I'm happy to see people doing well, but they gotta they gotta find a new way to be exciting there. And so the draft is like that for me, where like also after the first round, no one's really paying attention like that closely unless they won have a terrible team and they're like I need to make sure <laughs> we get another they're like record. we're getting the
1: <laughs> one of the first five picks and we are super excited
0: <laughs> yeah like if I were a Jacksonville Jaguars fan and I saw that like there was some beef going on this week with players trying to leave I'd be a little worried about the draft like who are we gonna get who's gonna be willing to like come play there so I get that but yeah after after that first round it's just like and not as hyped up. They're, the pageantry, I mean, it's going to be different this year, obviously. They can't do all the pageantry that they've done in the past. Mm-hmm. So overall, don't love the draft. And every year I'm like, oh, it's the draft again.
1: Well, But what are your thoughts? So I believe their plan originally this year was to have the, to do it at like Treasure Island or something and have the players who were drafted, like go up to the stage by taking a boat. Yeah. Across the water, which is problematic. Um but now it's, it's not safe. It's well not just that, but just kind of the image of it, I guess, is not yeah, the best. Not, I don't that's think. Awesome. That's good. Um yeah. but um now it's all happening remotely, which could make for an interesting run of show. <laughs> um we'll see how it goes this year, but um it seems like there are definitely chances for some hiccups, um, GMs have been, um, in communication with members of the media, um, talking about how, you know, like issues that they've had in prepping. Um, so the Bears GM, um, said that he is drafting in his dining room, um, and he has seven monitors and a cord running from his router downstairs to his setup upstairs. Um, and his wife vacuumed the other day and accidentally unplugged the cords. Apparently, Ew. so uh, I don't think something like that would happen during the actual draft. But um, and an- another GM apparently made a comment about how only two of his three um, little Wi-Fi things were working. His little Wi-Fi clips. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's also not great. I hope that these teams get their issues ironed out before the draft actually starts, but it could make for some very good content on Twitter.
0: It's 100% going to be good content on Twitter. Like I have no doubt about that. I think you're right. And
1: apparently there have been calls the- where like, certain GMs are forgetting to mute themselves. Um, so I, I'm i sure they're going to have some sort of a system in place where there's, like, a way for them to kind of catch that stuff and, like, delay any issues that um come up during the draft process. Obviously, we're not going to see all of the inner workings, um, but just curious to see how that kind of turns out.
0: Yeah, I'm excited to see that it'll be just something different in terms of how they had to navigate this mm-hmm. and how other like other leagues are going to adopt this same thing. I mean, the WNBA draft was last week and I mean, I would assume by June the NBA draft might have to be or is in June or July with the uh, I th- everything being mm, delayed.
1: I'm trying to think. I think it is in June, end of June. Yeah, June
0: 25th. Uh, I I'm wondering
1: It's currently when it's scheduled.
0: Okay, so I'm wondering if they push it back into July. Yeah,
1: just so that I don't
0: know, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. But I, I think that no matter when they have it, I would assume they're going to do some of it virtually, also. So, it's it's interesting watching leagues adapt to the hand everyone has been dealt right now, and it definitely has made social media. Like, sports, social media has been great. Sports Twitter this weekend, oh, my God, loved it. Um, are you excited for any picks in particular?
1: To be honest, um, I really have not done much, re- much research into the NFL draft this year and um, the prospects. Um, I feel like the Seahawks, which is my team, generally make uh, some pretty good draft picks um, mm-hmm. under Pete Carroll and John Schneider. Um, so – Hoping that they pick up someone that someone that's intriguing.
0: Yeah. I'd assume that they'll get some good players and they should have a good team next year.
1: Yeah. I mean you I feel like you can never count them out with Russell Wilson. Um exactly. who are you interested in?
0: Uh Logan Wilson from the University of Wyoming. Okay. Because I tend to be a homer uh, (laughs) when I can, when I can get those small wins. I'm like, oh my gosh, Uh, it's a shame that like Larry Nance Jr., we haven't had another one of those in years for Wyoming. Otherwise I'd be pumped, but sidebar, I'm feeling good about their basketball team next year. Um, But Logan Wilson is from Wyoming. I think he's from Casper and I think he, I'm starting to see, different people like talk about him different, like sports people. They're like, Oh yeah, like Logan Wilson. And I think that people kind of slept on him, which people, I get why people do that for players from Wyoming, but Craig bowl has put people put guys into the NFL since his first year at Wyoming. So I, I, I don't think there's a reason for anyone to sleep on him. And I did see something where people think that he might be first round. I don't know if that is realistic. That'd be so good for the program, (laughs) but we'll we'll see. I I am excited. I will be very honest. I will not be sitting and watching the draft to find out like when he does get drafted, but it'll be good when he does. And I'll root for that team. Hopefully uh, it's a team that, is worth rooting for. It's not. He doesn't go to like the Patriots. Oh. <laughs> I would be like, yikes! I like can only root for Logan.
1: Hopefully, it's the team that you like or um, you're ambivalent towards.
0: A team that I like or am ambivalent towards. Yes, I hope. Hopefully, um, he goes to a team like that. Yes, yes, yes sorry, yes. that's like what a, I meant. No, no, it's good. Um, yeah, it'd be good if he went to like the Bronco. Like, it'd be really good if he went to the Broncos. Um, I don't know if that's realistic. I don't know much about like what they need, what they're looking for, sure. any of that. Uh, I don't super care for the Broncos, but I understand that like it's good when players like Logan Wilson, who are from that area, like people from Casper go down to Denver all the time mm-hmm. for sporting events. So you can definitely get the state of be- Wyoming behind, I mean, they're pretty much behind Colorado sports just because Denver is the closest large city with professional teams and so many like professional teams. So I I always like to see people kind of stay close to where they're from just because it's easier marketing for the people with the team. Sure. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll talk about the draft, probably not that much afterwards. (laughs) our excitement around it, but it needed to be mentioned because it's happening this week and it's a pretty significant sports thing. And given we have no other events right now, that is uh, the draft and the last dance are the only two big things I can think of coming up.
1: Yeah. Um, You know, we'll just take it day by day and see how things progress. Yeah. I mean, It's a great time for documentaries. It is. Yeah. All these TV shows. Uh,
0: Many TV shows. Mm -hmm. So, what is your hot take of the week? So, have you heard of um, a show on Netflix called The Circle? I have. I think you were telling me about (laughs) it and I did not watch it. I'm going to be real honest with you. I was like, ah, yes. And then I've not watched like much TV since then. Sure. But you were, you were liking it. Yeah. Yes.
1: Okay. So my hot take of the week is that the circle is amazing television. Um, It's reality TV, but I think it makes like a good point about society. So the concept is like, Basically, these people are competing to win $100,000 and the and the right to appear on a streaming service, so kind of become like a YouTube personality type thing. Um, okay. but the contestants, they're all like put into individual apartments in the same building and they have no like no face-to-face communication um, with any of the other contestants. It's all through this like social media platform that they call the Circle, so they're basically talking to their TVs to like set up their profile and they can be a catfish if they want the whole point is to get everyone to like you but not enough to the point where they view you as a threat so it's like if you could be anyone and present yourself in any way like how would you choose to do that like some people um just choose to be completely themselves in terms of what um what they say and like the pictures that they post and then other people are like total catfishes and um they like when someone gets kicked off the show basically um like each week they vote and rank the players and the person who's at the bottom of the rankings in terms of average is blocked from the circle is what they say um Mm -hmm. and then that person gets to go meet one of the other contestants in person so like basically only one contestant finds out who that person's real identity was um so sometimes they're like super surprised because it was a catfish or whatever um but the whole idea is like if you could be anyone and present yourself to the world in any way like who would you be and it just shows like that society values certain things over others. And I don't know, it's like an interesting social experiment, but um, would recommend checking that out um, if you are interested in a new Netflix show. They also have a French version and a Brazilian version that just came out. So I'm interested to see what the people on those ones are like. So
0: is it a hot take because people aren't into this show?
1: I think that people would think it's like trash TV. <laughs>
0: Oh, oh, okay. But I think, I got but that. I think
1: that it's a good show because it makes a lot of good points about society,
0: it even though it's like a it, reality
1: TV show.
0: Yeah, it sounds like it's pointing out like a lot of the the dangers of
1: social media and yeah, people basically just like living their or putting their highlight reel on social media, I guess. Or yeah, whatever. And not
0: being honest and yeah, um, kind of. Excluding others in the, like the the blocking thing, I think no. that's where I'm like, oh, that sounds really like stressful yeah. and like it could be somewhat.
1: They're basically like voting one person off the island each week based on their own personal motives.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's kind of how it is.
0: Oh, good! Another show showing people
1: being awful, <laughs> <I love> people, <laughs> people going against each other. Yeah, <laughs> they form alliances yeah. too and friendships and stuff. I like that. Um. But anyways, what is your hot take this week?
0: So I also was watching some stuff on Netflix. I watched this maybe a couple weeks ago. Um, I tried I heard so many good things about this comedian, and everyone was like, watch their stand-up special. And based off of like the ones that I watch. So I really I think Ali Wong is really funny. Okay. I know people don't love her because she A lot of can people be, really like her though.
1: Yeah, like she's like, polarizing, I guess, but
0: yes and not over anything that's like no controversial just her (laughs) sense of humor
1: yeah some of what she says
0: is just like kind of dirty and I listened to her audiobook it was very good this is not about Ali Wong um (laughs) but this this comedian also after listening to her, her audiobook she talks about this comedian how much respect she has for him and like so many other comedians are like oh yeah I like this guy I think that Dave Chappelle's most recent stand-up special is trash wow and that is definitely had, a hot take yeah I had heard not great things about it to begin with like but the people that I heard it from I was like I'll take that with a grain of salt like I understand and like the things I had read where they're like Dave Chappelle is, like, offensive. And I'm like, well, Dave Chappelle's been offensive forever. Mm -hmm. This isn't anything new. And then, you know, you have the other side where people are like, no, I think that Dave Chappelle's super funny. I love it. Um, I think it was good. So I finally, like, broke down, watched it. I didn't make it through it. Oh, wow. Like, I watched just over half and was like this isn't funny like I've not laughed (laughs) I then turned on the Michael Shea one and that one had me laughing it had me rolling Mm -hmm. um which was maybe that's why I was like oh maybe I'm just like
1: does Dave Chappelle's latest one have a joke about buckshot no um no it must be a different one okay never mind I was gonna say if that didn't make you laugh, <laughs> I'm surprised. But um if, if he has so many Netflix specials, it's probably a joke for a different one.
0: And and I like maybe I just need to watch a different one because the one I watched
1: was I like his older stuff better.
0: That's I've heard that also, and I did not like grow up watching Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if my parents were like it's inappropriate i don't feel like it that was their thought process with it i think it just wasn't something that i would like seek out and and so now like i watched a good number of comedy specials and like have no shame turning them off halfway through if i'm like your job is to make me laugh within the first five minutes (laughs) yeah that's fair (laughs) like you're and he's not like pushing an agenda like i get when people don't like Hasan Minaj mm-hmm. when they're, like, he's, like, pushing something. Well, yes, he is. He's trying to, like, be funny, but it's, like, at a level that you have to understand what he's talking about. You have to understand, like, what's going on socially and politically.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Dave Chappelle, you don't. And, like... Not really. No. 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 So maybe he just... It was a bad egg. <laughs> he just made one crap special. Um. But yeah, I that is my hot take. Is that his most recent one is hot trash?
1: I mean, people definitely thought it was like very avant garde. This this latest special, people were like, "Oh, this is a lot." Like, really? Yeah, it's controversial. But I mean, that that was like kind of how people reacted to it. It seemed like.
0: And I I thought that he's been like controversial in his oh for sure
1: yeah so like that's
0: not that wasn't what I necessarily had the issue with sure it was just like it just wasn't funny and like there's a way to make a lot of those things funny like so he had tried to set up like a gay joke yeah and it just like the setup and the execution just like it was not great and like I said right after I watched that one because I'm like maybe I'm just like maybe I'm a stick in the mud. Maybe I just don't think things are funny right now. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But then I turned on, like I said, the Michael Shea special and he had a gay joke and it was really funny. Um, That wasn't his funniest joke, but I'm like, oh yes, there are ways that you can talk about people that are different than you without it not being offensive or dragging anyone down. And not necessarily that I felt that, dave Chappelle was dragging folks down in his set um i just it didn't land i'm like you got to make it work if you're going to talk about someone's identity yeah. like, True. You have, it has to be like very funny to the masses including that identity like people possessing that identity have to find it funny and it just wasn't there Try again, Dave Chappelle.
1: <laughs> All right. I think that's a mic drop right there. We'll move yeah. on to wine picks. <laughs> What's your um, wine this week?
0: Uh, the, it is a Lone Orchid. That's the label. It's a Riesling. I thought I'd change it up with the, you know, quarantine. I'm like, oh, I'll just try a lot of different wines, which has been good over the last couple of weeks. Um, going outside of my standard, like, ah, oh, I'll buy this one that I think will be good. Going and doing trips to the store where I'm like, I do not want to go to the store again for several weeks has been really good for trying new foods and new wine. What are you drinking this week?
1: Um, I'm having a rosé. It's called Mont Grave. It's a French mm-hmm. rosé. Um, and they describe it as dry and fruit forward. So if If you tend to like wines with those kinds of descriptions, maybe give it a try. It's super easy to find. Um, It's like $10 a bottle, so it's pretty reasonable, but like, tastes pretty good for how much it costs, I guess. Um, So as things warm up, um, give it a try. It's very solid. Like getting ready for
0: the end of spring, which is crazy to think that we're almost to summer.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, It'll be all the rosé. That is something to look forward to, for sure. Um, do you have any personal plugs? Um. Well, give us a follow on social media at Sports and Corks. We are on Instagram and Twitter. Um. We do polls to figure out what people want to listen to us talk about. Um. Just generally funny and positive content. We don't really share negative stuff so um if that's what you're looking for right now then go check us out how about you
0: um same thing just like make sure you subscribe rate leave a review um we generally read the reviews and get a laugh out of them (laughs) um we enjoy them um tell a friend now's the time to pick up podcasts and tell your friends about the podcast you're listening to dm it to them Make it your Instagram story. Do ever whatever you do to share content with your friends. Be like, these two girls are funny. We are. And we talk about sports and wine. What more could people want? Um, and yeah, continue to send those topics you want to hear. And then still, in terms of content, check out the Tailgate Society. Um, we have put out two new podcasts in the last couple weeks. One is called Bitter Units for our beer friends our friends who like to drink beer. I couldn't like think of how to phrase that, but if you like to hear about beer and all those things, definitely check out bitter units and then uh culture check at a podcast that is like doing a deep dive for various things in culture this week or this round. We're focusing on Harry Potter. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're interested in Harry Potter, give that a, a listen. Uh, I like to think we're pretty funny there. Um, and then drunk dialing, matinee baseball, always good content coming out of those. And then um, just the general tailgate society content, uh, different articles, and just follow on Twitter and Instagram. We just finished up the munch madness and cheese curds one. Um, it came down Great. to cheese curds That's and awesome. breakfast pizza. <laughs> it
1: was <laughs> breakfast pizza. I didn't even know that was a thing that sounds I mean that's just disgusting to me I could never eat pizza at breakfast maybe that's my hot take that is a hot take because I could right, eat pizza, at breakfast, but it.
0: pizza, Emily <laughs> is like what is it like think about pizza crust like a normal pizza crust but on it instead of like cheese sauce whatever toppings you do pepperoni veggies whatever it's eggs and sausage oh no
1: get that and out of here
0: It is very popular in the state of Iowa. The people of Iowa. Crab (laughs)
1: Rangoons.
0: Oh my god, like that pizza (laughs) that was terrible (laughs) with the crab rangoon. Um, breakfast, I don't know which one I didn't love more. I would probably go with the breakfast pizza because it came from a gas station. And I get that like gas station breakfast pizza is like a thing in Iowa. I respect it. I don't want to live it. I'm like, mm. I will just stick to corn dogs as my bad food that I want to eat from anywhere pizza, breakfast pizza. I'm out, and that is probably the hottest take for certain listeners that I've shared. <laughs> I enjoy um, that, and I'm glad you explained breakfast pizza to me um i am glad that you're open to hearing about it, and now I feel like people will go out and they'll be they'll be a little more cultured about other states like our listeners in wyoming and idaho and washington will be like wow breakfast pizza from a gas station never would have guessed it meanwhile folks in minnesota and iowa were like yo we've been on this train for years so (laughs) (laughs) we are also a culture podcast out here who would have thought sports wine culture (laughs) we're doing it <laughs> that's all i sure got so this week do you have anything else
1: i do not um everyone stay healthy and safe and um sane do things you enjoy yes and hopefully we will be back to sports content um soonish i don't know we'll see we'll see we'll make it day by day
0: Thanks for listening. Emily and Emily Sports and Court